We have another great guest with us today. Anthony Fernandez is the VP of Marketing for Immunology at Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson. Anthony has been in the pharmaceutical space for many years and has played a role in numerous product launches, including one of Janssen's most successful. Anthony also has a deep commitment to developing talent within the organizations he is a part of. We're looking forward to hearing more about his marketing insights, so welcome, Anthony. Well, welcome, Anthony. We're so glad that you're here today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Anthony, can you tell us a little more about your career path in marketing and how you got to this point? Yes, absolutely. I actually found my way into marketing following what I would call a, a few inflection points in my early career. And after studying industrial engineering in college, I decided to focus my career on business and uh, joined a management consulting company. So from there, went on to pursue my MBA, and it was really the business school experience that led to the strong interest in marketing. I was really drawn to marketing for several reasons, but mainly for its strategic nature and its parallels to general management. And really before that time, I had thought marketing was just about television advertising, and that was pretty much it. But I quickly learned during the business school experience that marketing was about so much more than that. And in deciding which industry to focus my marketing career in, healthcare really rose to the top because it presented the opportunity to apply the principles of marketing in a way that ultimately helped people who were in significant need. And that desire to make that positive difference was really a perfect match for Johnson & Johnson, a company that is committed to profoundly changing the trajectory of health for humanity. And over my 17 years with J&J, I would say that the underlying theme guiding my career path has been the diversity of commercial experience. And I'm a big believer that acquiring that diversity across multiple dimensions is really a critical enabler for senior level leadership. And with that theme of diversity in mind, I've, I've had the privilege of working across multiple functions, therapeutic areas, sectors in both U.S., and global roles. And this range of experiences is especially relevant in the context of leading a marketing organization, where marketing teams are holistically responsible for the performance of our products, and they're expected to engage all functions to exceed our business goals, to serve customers, and ultimately to help patients. So while I've spent most of my career uh, within J&J, &J, most of my time in J&J, in the capacity of marketing, I really do consider myself more of a broad-based commercial leader, and my career path at J&J has really tapped into a passion for building and leading high-performing teams, for driving positive organizational culture, and for developing industry-leading talent. Yes, no, that, that makes sense. Um, you know, we, we saw in your background that you are credited with leading one of the most successful marketing campaigns at Janssen. And we would love to hear more about that campaign and why it made such an impact. So, yes, I've had the privilege of leading the U.S. launch of Darzalex for the treatment of multiple myeloma. And that was back in 2015. I believe that's what you're referring to as, as one of our more successful marketing campaigns at Janssen. And I have to say the, the success um, of that launch is really due to the incredible team of people that worked on that product. But fast forwarding now to my current role in immunology, I have to say that an equally incredible team is behind our latest Trumphia consumer campaign, and that is called Emerge Trumphia. And in this campaign, 
We really wanted to be deliberate and bold about how we capture those real struggles that people with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis and active psoriatic arthritis are often experiencing in their challenging journeys. And for patients with moderate to severe cases, the disease is absolutely relentless and the impact can be significant. I really look forward to talking more about the Emerge from Fine campaign as we go throughout this interview. Yeah, I, I love, you know, hearing more about this campaign because it, you know, it took us a bit by surprise when we see other campaigns that your competitors are doing, you know, they look a little bit more positive, right? And so, you know, even Fierce Pharma said that this campaign maybe was a little bit darker um, and maybe showed some of the, you know, the, the hardships that patients face when they're dealing with these conditions. And so I'm just curious, you know, what was the key insight or research that led you to running a campaign of this type? You know, you brought up a really important word there in insight um, because it was the insight, very powerful insight that we gathered as we were developing the Emerge from Fine campaign that really helped us to hone in on this goal of highlighting how patients have to cope with the symptoms of the disease and the need for us to acknowledge what life is like before treatment, not just after. So while other campaigns really do focus on life after treatment, we concluded based on the power of these insights that it was equally, if not more important, to acknowledge the realities of actually living with the disease. And our research shows that for patients living with these conditions, when we're talking about immunologic conditions yeah. like psoriatic arthritis, like psoriasis, it can be an incredibly debilitating and sometimes dark journey. So many patients feel like they are trapped in a body that does not feel like their own, they reported feeling pain that is not always visible to others. Their disease journeys can cause them to settle and create lifelong workarounds to cope. And we know that patients deserve more. So that's why we introduced the powerful metaphoric images, the coals that depict the burning, the glass shards that depict the stinging, the armor that depicts the joint stiffness, and the truly empathetic tone to recognize the struggles of life before treatment and living with these diseases before we get to life after treatment. And it's really designed to motivate patients and connect with them on a truly emotional level. And the feedback that we've received from the patient community thus far has been incredibly encouraging. We received that during the research phase of the journey, as well as in market, what we're hearing from multiple stakeholders, inclusive of, and most importantly, patients, is that we are creating that truly emotional connection through this campaign. Anthony, what are some of the trends that marketers should watch over the next year? And how do you stay up to date on what changes are happening in the marketing world? Yeah, it's a really great question. And we have certainly seen a lot of transformations over the past year, teaching us really that none of us can be healthy until all of us are healthy. And this gives marketers an important job to speak with relevance and empathy to all of our target stakeholders. Uh, over the years, we've seen healthcare become increasingly value-oriented and patient-centric, and it provides marketers with a crucial role in bridging the gap between health systems and the patient. And specifically, one of the most important trends right now is the increasing role that patients play in their treatment journey. 
specifically in treatment selection. So when it comes to pharmaceutical treatments, patients are more educated, they're more empowered, and they're more financially accountable than ever before. And this underscores the importance of connecting with consumers on a truly emotional level, which is again, what we believe we've achieved with Emerge Trimfiant as a campaign. So related to that, technology has also enabled us to be a lot more precise and efficient in reaching these patients. And it's truly amazing to see the evolution in our marketing approaches across all stakeholders as a result of advances in digital technology. And of course, there's also been a rapid rise in the uptake of telemedicine services and an increased consumer reliance on technology. And it's likely that we'll see this more and more in time to come where patients are leaning into innovative services and products as they come to market, adopting them really rapidly. And in order to communicate the value of these new services and products, marketers really have to remain to your point in the question, up to date with the latest breakthroughs in digital health technology and innovation. A lot of how we do that day to day, we look outside of our four walls. We always encourage all of our marketers to have an externally facing lens and leverage multiple sources to stay in touch with market trends in a self-directed manner. And beyond that, it really speaks to the importance of external business partners. We're really fortunate to work with excellent external agencies, media, um, PR partners, comms partners, and our visibility to the latest trends in pharmaceutical marketing often comes from our engagement with these partners. And they provide us into a really important lens into what is happening beyond our four walls as uh, Jansen or J&J. We've heard that a lot this year. There is so much emphasis on telemed and teledoc uh, throughout the COVID experience. So it'll be interesting to see how, how that pans out throughout the, the remainder of the year and years to come. And also wanted to discuss or wanted to ask you sort of related, do you have a marketing bucket list, something you would love to do in the future in your career, a specific campaign or disease area, any, anything on your mind? Yeah, it's a really great question. It, uh, you know, th this one had me thinking um, quite a bit of, uh, you know, retrospectively, you know, what was my marketing bucket list coming into this new role? And I have to say that being part of a marquee direct-to-consumer TV campaign was on the very top of that marketing bucket list. And I think Emerge Trimfiant has certainly checked that box. Um, but now looking forward, I think next on the bucket list is our implementation of what we refer to and is oftentimes referred to across the industry as an omni-channel marketing approach um, to support our marketing efforts. And advances in technology clearly have given us opportunities as marketers to be a lot more sophisticated and a lot less empirical or trial and error in our approaches, right? So that, that's holistic about how we engage customers, um, messages that we deliver, the timing of those messages. And really next on that bucket list is to evolve past the traditional ways of marketing, embracing digital technology and this omni-channel approach across our business and really driving more precise and effective marketing, both personal and non-personal. So I really look forward to doing that with the team. It's just something that we've been engaged in in a, in a journey for a number of years. And I think it's really coming to a head um, and it's coming to a critical inflection point for us 
to be a lot more sophisticated in our marketing practices in pharmaceutical marketing in general. You know, it is really interesting to see how technology has impacted our world, you know, in marketing and healthcare and just in general. Um, But, you know, one of the interesting things that I have been watching is the use of technology for market research. So, you know, back in the day and even now, you know, we still do focus groups and things like that, but there's some really interesting things being done on market research through voice recognition and being able to sort of track things that, you know, not just what people are saying, but how they're saying it and using AI and other tools to sort of pull out and extrapolate, you know, some real key insights and meanings into some of that, you know, those discussions. So it just blows my mind yeah. you know, to, to think about, you know, starting my marketing career when um, I actually started in PR and we were literally using paper and scissors and glue to cut out um, articles, you know, to show our clients and, you know, just how much things have changed in the last 20 or so years. So it'll You're be really- absolutely right. And and you bring up a really interesting point about how the market research landscape has really shifted with digital technology. And yeah, I remember back to those same days of being behind the glass, doing a focus you know, group or, or having a relatively traditional voice-to-voice, person-to-person exchange to really gather insight and knowing that there was probably quite a bit of error in just literally taking for face value what was told to us or words that were said. So to your point, leveraging technology to really get at what does the tone suggest? What are some of the underlying insights? In what cases are the words maybe not as reliable to drive insight, to guide action moving forward. And yeah, it, it's really exciting to think that we're advancing to a point in time where we're becoming a lot more precise, not only in how we execute in marketing, but also how we gather that important insight to drive our strategy. Yep. It's a, it's a great time to be in marketing, and we're so excited that you are here today to talk to us about your viewpoint and all the great work that you're doing and your teams are doing at Janssen. So we have one parting question for you. Since you're here on the Morning Fix podcast, we'd love to know what you do for your Morning Fix. Well, I would call my morning fix the the two W's, I guess, workout and Wawa. So I do my best to exercise before the workday starts, and Wawa's Cuban roast helps to get me off on the right foot. My wife, Trish, actually relies on Wawa's French vanilla roast for the energy that she needs to get through the morning routine with our kids who are five, seven, and 10. And I know that as many can attest to, right, it's it's quite a juggling act. Uh, but honestly, we would have it no other way. Oh my gosh, I love it. I also I also have a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 5-year-old. So oh. <laughs> I would be making... You know what it's like. You're part of the many that can attest to it. Yes, I, I certainly can. That I, That's so funny. That's great. It's been a pleasure speaking with you this morning and and we appreciate you sharing your insights and best of luck to you moving forward. Pleasure to be here. Thank you again for the opportunity. 